Hey everybody, this is Jordan McConnell with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am super honored and grateful to have my good friend Stephen Lindquist from, from the Cosmopolitan here with me. How you doing, man? Doing great. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing, doing, I'm doing fantastic. Um, first off, you know, I want to get into, um, you know, how you found me. You know, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you could tell the folks listening, you know, you know how you found, you know, my, you know, my show, and you know, and what you thought of it before we kind of, you know, again to some other things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I actually found it via LinkedIn. I saw the the interview that you did with uh, you and Anthony, mm-hmm. and um, you know, listen and watch. Want to hear? Because I, I, you know, I'd seen your name at work, yes. but I never got to meet you in person. I never got to meet you yet. So. Um, I got to meet Anthony a couple times, so listen to the listen to the podcast, and obviously it was a topic that kind of hit home with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have ulcerative colitis, so um, and then went on and listened to some of the other podcasts and found your website, and just have been kind of working my way through a bunch of the content and awesome. uh, been enjoying a lot of it. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Um, again, you know, they, uh, thank you for being here. Um, you know, this is um, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month. This is uh, Crohn's and Colitis Awareness, Awareness Month. So, so it's really awesome that you know they agreed to be here. So you know, so, so the folks listening will know what it's like, you know, to have a chronic illness, but also you know, kind of work a nine to five corporate job too, you know, and, and what life is like. So, without further ado, uh, Stephen, you know, if you could give the folks listening um, a little background about you know, you know, who you are, and you know. Um, I guess first of all, maybe you know, telling you know, tell your ulcerative colitis story, and then we'll get into the you know the, the business side of you a little you bit bet. later. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So I'm originally uh, was kind of born and raised, like I was mentioned, mm-hmm. born and raised in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, um, and then moved moved around for work and all that stuff. But yeah, my my UC story started uh, not very long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I last February, so a okay. year a year ago, February. Oh wow. And um, it was always a real healthy, active guy. Never really, knock on wood, never really had any, any ailments, anything like that. And um, I always kind of had bad skin. Mm. And uh, as a kid, I took a medication called Accutane, okay. which is pretty um, harsh. It's like a vitamin A derivative, and it, it, really, it, it really helped uh, with the acne as a kid. Fast forward, you know, I guess it was like 40-ish. And um, skin was kind of bad again, like flaring up and real, I uh, had like a lot of boils and stuff like that. So I went to the dermatologist and they go, hey, why don't we try putting you on it again as an adult? And I said, oh, okay, I guess, you know, I had some pretty good success with it before and sign all the waivers and do all the stuff and was on the medication for five days. Wow. And, um, started not feeling really good, you know, a lot of, a lot of diarrhea, a lot of gas, a lot of you know, and I was like, well, I don't know if it's related or not. And I'll just kind of keep keep plugging away. And I think I was, so you take the pill daily. I want to say I was probably 10 days into it. And I was like, wow, something doesn't feel quite right. So I call a dermatologist and I go, well, sometimes you, know, you can have some gastrointestinal side effects. Mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and stop the medication. So I said, okay, that, that sounds good. So I stopped the medication and... Um, after about another like week or so, like really didn't see any improvement. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, we'll just kind of see how this is going to go. And um, it was in March. By this time, we're about the beginning of March, early March. And uh, my wife wanted to go for a run. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went for a run and got back and went to the, you know, got home. We had some dinner or whatever. And it was just 
you know, just a lot of like kind of gas pain and right. stuff. And I'm like, man, what's going on? And that was the first time I went to the bathroom and I saw blood. Oh no. And, I, and it wasn't a lot. It was just, yeah. it was a little bit. And I'm, I try not to overreact. And I'm like, all right, it's, it's fine. It, it's probably okay. Mm. And my wife's like, no, you know, you haven't been feeling very good. Like, why don't, why don't you just go down to the doctor? Well, at <clears throat> this one, we were living in Boise, Idaho mm -hmm. and a huge booming area. It's so hard to get into a doctor. Gotcha. So I went to the, uh, like right, right by us wasn't like an emergency or, uh, like an emergency clinic, I guess, mm -hmm. like not like an emergency room, but I went in and said, Hey, you know, here's kind of what's going on. I took pictures and all that stuff yeah, so you yeah. could see it. And yeah. they were like, Oh, you just have some inflama inflammation. It's okay. We're gonna go ahead and yeah, go home. send you home. Well, they sent me home with no, I mean, with nothing. They're like, yeah, like, gotta take some tums or something. And I'm like, wow. oh, okay. So I went home and uh, then told my wife, and she's like, all right, okay, we'll just watch it. We'll see how it goes. You know, and I, I'm working at the time. Yeah. And, um. Seven days later, the, so that was like on a Friday. The next Friday comes, and uh, man, it hadn't gotten any better. And like it was, it was kind of getting worse, you know. Uh, at that point, I want to say I was probably, you know, going to the bathroom twenty times a day now. You know, and it's not very much, but it's blood yeah. every time, and it's like, okay, there is something really not going good here. Right. And so I went back to the same doctor, and they're like, okay, well, let's do some tests, and if you can, um, they thought I had C diff. Which is like a bacterial right, infection yeah, yeah. they're like well we, you might have c diff uh and all this stuff and i'm like okay no like don't take epsom salt baths because if it's bacteria it can spread to other parts of your body and i'm like whoa part kind of stuff i'm like oh okay um so i <clears throat> took the test kits home got the that's that's quite a endeavor i never dealt with many anything like that before but like even getting the samples and uh, my wife is a godsend she's an amazing amazing woman helped me through all that stuff and got got that all and got it sent off to him and uh about four or five days later yeah. they come back and go oh well you don't have c diff so then it's these massive blood panel you know blood tests you know going three times a week pulling and looking at all the numbers and they're like yeah we're really not sure what's wrong we're gonna try and get you in for a colonoscopy. Mm. <clears throat> and that was three weeks out. And and oh. again, meanwhile. You're, I mean, again, so how are you feeling at this time? So at this time, it's <clears throat> it's it's just, it's a lot of uncomfortable, it's pain. Um, I started to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, about when this started, I, I usually hover around like 160, like mm -hmm. 150 mm -hmm. to 160. Um, so. <clears throat> starting to lose a couple pounds and you know just um nauseous right really not feeling that great um and so and just kind of a lot of gas pain and and fatigue kind of mm. starting to kind of setting in and, you know that was pretty much the most of it but just really didn't overall feel very well yeah <clears throat> and um i thought wow three weeks is like a long time mm -hmm. um but hey, they're, they're, they know what's going on. I have no experience in this, so right, I'm just right, going to follow yep, their lead. Right, right, that was, <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. You know, I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying, it's, it's, I'm following their lead. So, mm -hmm. three weeks go by. You know, and they're warning me about the prep for the colonoscopy. And mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I, at this point, 
Mm-hmm. Please. Do, do, what you, do what you gotta do. I don't care what it takes, <laughs> right? So, um, so go and have the colonoscopy <clears throat> and uh, you know, you're, you're recovering out of it and mm-hmm. my wife's sitting there and it was during COVID but they let her come in. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they you know, come in too and they go, well, you know, Miss Lindquist, um, the good news is he doesn't have cancer and he doesn't have Crohn's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I, I, I didn't know, I'm like, what else, what else is there? Right. You know, and I go, well, <clears throat> because of the inflammation, because of all the stuff, um, he has, he goes into the bucket of ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. If they don't know what else it is and it's the inflammation, you go into the bucket of ulcerative colitis. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, okay. I, wow. You know, I go, okay. I, I, I didn't, again, I re- like we had no name for what you have, so you're so you're going into the ulcerative colitis bucket. That's where you go, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So um, they say we're going to send in a prescription. Mm-hmm. Here's the website, the Crohn's and Ulcerative Colitis of America website, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll follow up with you in two months and see how you're doing. Oh, I go okay. You know, so I'm thinking, well, this doesn't must not be very serious. Maybe. I'm, I've never been one who's really been right. sick and go to the doctor, so I go, well, maybe I overreacted. I, I, I don't know. And um, so they send me home, I get the prescription, and they send, the first thing they put me on was mesalamine. Okay, but what was that for? What for, was that for? And, it's, and, and, so essentially, it's called uh, 5-ACID. It's essentially to try to help uh, lower the inflammation mm. in because essentially with ulcerative colitis like you know your immune system is attacking right it's because it, something's going on and the, essentially what they think is that the accutane kind of set that off mm. and and really it was trying to get it out of my system because gotcha. because it was some some kind of conflict in the body interesting and that's and that's one of the like point zero 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 percent like when you sign the waivers right like, that can happen well, it happened. It happened. And um, so, but then the body doesn't stop trying to get it out. So, um, so they put me on misalamine, and that was about the middle of March. And uh, honestly, from there, it just got worse. Mm. So, <clears throat> um, I had about every side effect that there was for misalamine. I had headaches. Uh, you know, really, just really, really bad nausea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, in all this time, you know, continued, you know, blood in the stool, right. never gone away. And at this point, it's it's continuing to happen. The inflammation doesn't go away. And it's about, um, it's now we're probably about 30 times a day going, trying, you know, body's trying to go to the bathroom all times mm-hmm. throughout the night. Um, had to really um, use a lot of meditation mm-hmm. to just kind of get through the pain, right? Just to get your, just to try to maintain, yeah, just to, to be able to sleep, right? I was so lucky again, knock on wood, thank God, I was able to sleep through the night most of the time, six seven hours. Mm. So you know, through the, I, th- I think through the meditation, through everything, was able to kind of just pure exhaustion, just able to sleep. Um, so. I was on misalamine for a while, and again, I, you know, I was just kind of going down. I was going downhill, pretty. You know, my wife was concerned, and 
it's hard because she's taking care of me, the house, she's working a full-time job, right. our two dogs, and she's taking care of literally everything because I, I can't. You know, I wake up, eat. I was able to work from home. And then this is what people don't know is this, you know, how, you know, IBD can, you know, <clears> really just, you know, doesn't this impact the person with it? You know, oh. it, it, you know, it, 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 it heavily impacts, you know, the family members and yes. you know, loved ones, you know, around that person too. Yeah, yeah, and and I've watched a podcast about that, mm -hmm. and that, and it, it mm -hmm. it's so true, and it hit home. You know, without my wife, I don't know what I would have done. Mm -hmm. You know, and and our family wasn't wasn't close to us really at that time, <clears throat> so she's trying to keep them informed, do all the stuff, work a full time job, and said she's she's a godsend to be able to do all that and. Um, you know, just really, really take care of me and, mm -hmm. and be a, you know, proponent for me. So, um, you know, so I was, I was really, really not doing very well. I was, uh, I was able to get up, eat breakfast, you know, and then work somewhat of a regular day, uh, you know, worked uh, remote for a lot of the ill, you know, being really sick. And, you know, it's, you know they don't they just don't tell you a lot you know they're like hey here's this website you can read about it and i know and you can read and get down a rabbit hole where it gets real dark it, and that's and that's a little bit why i created the show i should created the yeah. brand that's why i created all this stuff for is because when i was you know when i finally kind of got out of this you know depressed hole or whatever yeah. to, you know to, to, to try to you know talk to try to you know i wanted, wanted to engage with the community or wanted to find out where what, what everybody's doing and stuff yep. like i look and it's just like almost like people bragging about how sick they are you yeah. know you know and, yeah. and, and you know and you know and that's not and everybody you know has a different journey with you know th their own struggles and stuff and how they express that and no and not knocking anybody for you know how they yeah. share, you know how they yep. share their stories and stuff but that didn't that didn't work that didn't work for my mental health yeah right yep. and so and so and so i set out to try to create something that you know allows people to you know share their stories and them you know in a, in a more positive way you know, I, I wanted to create a, a brand, a logo and all that kind of stuff yep. that, you know, that, um, you know, that people can kind of wear with pride and it's not, you know, and it's not, you know, something that you have to be ashamed of. Yeah. And so, right. And so, yeah. And so, yeah, and so, so what, so what I'm curious about is, yeah. So how, um, is kind of tie is kind of tying together, um, you know, your career, you know, as a, you know, for folks that don't know, you know, um, Steven is a, a cloud, the cloud data architect. You know, which is you know, which um, sounds pretty cool, and so <laughs> and I, I think it's so, yeah, yeah. and so um, so, can you explain what that is yeah, for, yeah. For, for folks that don't yes. know that? How you got into that? Yes. And um, you know, and how you know, ulcerative colitis, you know, impacts your career? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we'll circle back around, and uh, so I, I went. Um, I actually started college as a finance major to be a stockbroker. Okay. Ooh, and. Okay. Um, I didn't really want to get up at four o'clock every morning because I was on, I always lived on the West Coast, mm -hmm. and I thought, man, that's not really going to work. But I always had an interest in computers. We had a computer at home, and I was always inter always interested in like taking things apart and figuring out how they worked. So uh, after my first semester at community college, I decided to actually go um, to ITT Tech, okay. which is now defunct. It doesn't <laughs> oh, wow. exist anymore. It's a throwback, right? It's a throwback. <laughs> And they had just opened up, um, they were mainly doing like electronic stuff, mm -hmm. but they just started uh, seeing it, computer network systems technologies program. Okay. And it was, you know, computer networking, programming, it, a whole bunch of stuff. So I, I went and I did that and it was a two year program. And uh, kind of, you kind of get a little bit of the gamut. You learn A plus, you learn all the hardware, you do some programming with, uh, with C plus plus, 
and Visual Base VB6, mm-hmm. and then um, a little bit of database, a little bit, <clears throat> and then a bunch of Linux networking and Windows networking. So I did that, and uh, at the time I was uh, working at a car dealership, uh, washing cars and like driving the service van. Okay, awesome. <laughs> In the middle of winter in Idaho, it was pretty. That's character building. Oh, it was it was a tough go, and um, they're like, "Hey, you're going to school." <clears throat> for computers I go yeah and they go we have this uh, <clears throat> we're trying to put our inventory and do stuff on the website would you want to come do the website mm-hmm. and I really didn't know much web stuff I was like sure why not so um, had a learned hot metal pro as an HTML editor and I just started doing the website <laughs> and I did that for about a year or so and um, I was like, there's got to be more to IT than all this stuff. I learned all this. About that time, I graduated college. <clears throat> I finished I finished IT tech. And uh, I went on to work at a manufacturing company as a service desk. I uh, started out at help desk and um, worked my way up. I was there for about five years, um, during which time they implemented like a, we had an old uh, VAX, like a DEC VAX system. Okay. That I was kind of, I helped administrate and, uh, we put what in is, a, actually. What is that? So <clears throat> it's a. It was a manufacturing company. It was an ERP system that managed like all of the inventory, the orders, and it tried to give you a plan of like when to get things there to build it in time. Mm, okay. And it was a. It was on this monster. I mean, it was like the size of a refrigerator. Um, a Linux-based system, wow. I, I believe, and it's all command line, green screen. Wow. And they go. We want to. We want to implement. A Windows-based ERP system, and it's going to have a SQL database. And there was only three of us in IT, and they're like, "Well, who's going to learn that?" And I was like, "Oh, I will," because mm-hmm. you know, service does fix and, fix and broke computers. And at that time, you know, there was there internet was kind of there, but it was hey, we got these floppy disks of drivers, right. and we're building computers and servers by hand. And I was like, "Man, there's got to be more to more to IT than this." I think there is <laughs> so. I go, I would love to try to learn databases because um, I was not a front-end guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, not a, <clears throat> I'm not a creative person. Mm-hmm. So someone says, hey, I want to build this front-end and do all that. It would probably have like square buttons and boxes. <laughs> oh, start button, you know, submit. It, right. it would not look very good. But I always, I, <clears throat> I like the data and I like the things behind, behind the scenes. So I learned, that's how I learned. I started sequel in 2002 okay 2003 2002 so just about 20 years now working with sequel and databases um yeah and from there i just kind of i decided i should probably um <clears throat> that that company had a policy kind of if you want to progress mm-hmm. you should get a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. so i said okay <clears throat> and uh so i went back to school worked full-time went back to school got the bachelor's Go. And a guy I went to school with <clears throat> uh, was like, hey, we have this opening for a DBA. Because I was at the company, I was still kind of doing service. That you, you never yeah. lose the job that you right. grow out of. Right. And it sounded like a great opportunity. And I was like, yeah, sounds great. So I went over and was a DBA for a few years. And um, at that point, I introduced to data warehousing. Mm-hmm. I worked in a lab and supported that. And we had a data warehouse there. And I didn't have any idea what a data warehouse really was until I got into that role. And... <clears throat> um, so a data warehouse is uh, essentially you can take a collection of source systems from within the business, pull it into a, a singular database into a warehouse where you can do data and analytics on it. Cool. 
uh, we transform the data and make it more analytical friendly and stuff like that so um, so then I worked there for two years and then I actually got recruited to come down to Vegas Sweet. and uh, that started the journey and then I became a data engineer when I came down here and worked for um, IGT mm -hmm. game manufacturer and we had an analytics product that we built and that we sold and um, worked there for a handful of years and then <clears throat> then kind of got in was an engineer for probably six or seven years and then I got an opportunity to become a data architect an enterprise data architect um, at another another casino company and so I've been doing been doing data architecture since about the last 12 years cool. and um, it, yeah, it's been great and I, I, I love it I love data I, I knew that kind of data found me mm. and then once I found it um, I just I loved it you know I it sounds cliche and it sounds kind of dumb but I mean I, I love every day going to work and working with Same, data you know. it's it, it, it fuels that passion to keep learning and sadly eh, happily enough um, a lot of that too also kind of kept me going through the colitis stuff mm. was hey I was still able to do what I loved every day and I kind of made that the focus sometimes too much yeah. where you don't focus on yourself right. enough right yeah. You, you got to take care of yourself before you can do anything else. Yeah, right. you, you have you have mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it, it's interesting that you know, you're talking about how you know IT careers and stuff, and you know mine. You know mine was just kind of born out of troubleshooting and mm -hmm. problem solving. That's why you know I'm the solutions. You know, oh, yeah, I'm the solutions guy, and you're the data guy and stuff. But um, you know that it's just it's amazing. That's what I love to do. You know, I love you know I love to problem solve. I love to you know try to try to you know. Just fixed. I love you know. Yes. I love I love this fixing problems, solving yep. problems, and you know, and my career has taken me to like going from like replacing mice and computers and email and internet and all you know, <laughs> you know, all, you know, all, you know, all that kind of stuff, and to just kind of and, and then actually in the Air Force, it was I did a lot of cool stuff in the Air Force, yeah. um, but then you know, and then getting out, I, I worked at Cox, you know, like doing tech mm -hmm. support for them, and then and just yeah, just worked my way all the way up yep. into um, I was a um, I worked at a Children's Hospital before I moved to. Um, Las Vegas and stuff like that. Okay. I was a, you know, I was, I was a systems engineer for them. Yeah. And then, um, and then I think before that, I was a desktop analyst for like several years at a construction company and stuff. And so, yeah. yeah but this is, yeah, but I love it too, man. And so, yep. it's, you know, I, I love, um, I love the intellectual challenge of it all. It you is know? very challenging. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it keeps you sharp. You know, it keeps the knives sharp. And um, yeah. so, yeah. So that, so, so how is your, so how's your health today? So health today is good. So. Mm -hmm. Through that whole misalamine, and, and you know, I I got to a right kind of rock bottom, mm -hmm. uh, but I had this chance meeting. Um, I, my wife and I were working at a small software services company. She was in HR, I was mm -hmm. in IT, doing data. Man I was managing developers, and um, this we we hired new people. They came from out of state. We took them to dinner, and at that point, I was the sickest. I, I was 120 pounds. I lost 40 pounds. Wow. You know, face all concave, mm -hmm. had no body weight, uh, couldn't sleep at night. Was, you know, I was contemplating going to the ER because I was so dehydrated and um, just nothing was working. And you know, I, I, I was like, "Is this it? Like, is this it? Is this the end?" Like, I didn't know what was going on. And again, I, I was two months until they can see me. I was like two weeks out from even getting to see them. And I had this chance dinner with this with this guy that we met, who we had just hired, great great guy. And we sat down to dinner. And I said, I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, 
I'm, I'm just recently diagnosed with UC because I'm pretty upfront to tell people that because I'm like, if I have to bolt in the middle of this conversation, right. please don't take offense to it, but I'm just trying to figure it out. So I bolt to the bathroom and he has a conversation with my wife and it's like, hey, is it okay if I talk to him? Mm-hmm. And I sit down and he goes, hey, can I tell you something? I'm like, yeah. And he's, he's 26, so he's mm-hmm. a lot younger than I am. Right. He's like, I had the exact same thing. I got diagnosed with UC two years ago. And I go, oh, really? And, you know, so, like, instantly I see him, and it kind of gave me a little bit of hope. I'm like, so you, you look okay. Right. And he goes, my brother had something similar, and that medicine is it's poisoning you. He's like, it doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. I go, I know, but I got two more weeks. And he's like, no, you need to call your doctor Monday. He's like, if you could call him today, call him today. He's like, you need to be an advocate for yourself. This is not right. And it, like, snapped me into, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I didn't know. I was like, right. I had no idea. I mean, so, I mean, you're just doing what your doctor recommended, and you know. yeah. And and, and I'm, I'm thinking, well, okay. And they kept telling me the medicine will kick in slowly. Mm-hmm. Well, six weeks it didn't, and I was, I was in really bad shape. Yeah. And um, so I, I called him Monday, on his advice, he, and you know, he just he kind of like lectured me. We we spent the afternoon with them, and he's like, he's like, you're not in good health. He's like, you're in bad shape. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I go, my wife's been kind of telling me that, but he's like, no, really. He's like, I've been there. You got to believe me. You're not in good shape. And I'm like, okay. So I called them Monday and um, they got me in Tuesday. And when the doctor saw me, the look on her face was all I kind of needed to mm-hmm. know. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I waited too long. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, she's like, okay, this is serious. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, so then I'm afraid. I'm like, oh no. She's like, okay, we're going to switch medication. She's like, but the first thing we're going to do is she's like, I'm going to get you on prednisone because we have got to get the inflammation right, down. Right, right. And I said, okay. So I, and I told her all, I told her all the story, told her all the stuff and being a data guy, mm. I log all my food. I log, I logged my weight the whole time and water intake. And it's like, I was able to give it to her. Mm. And uh, she's like, yeah, this isn't good. So um, they put me on prednisone right away. And, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse because I call it a miracle drug, but I know it's got tons of side effects. But three days later, even though I was still extremely dehydrated, extremely right. you know low weight, I mean I felt like a million bucks. I'm like, I can't believe that. I mean I felt so much better. It was unbelievable. <clears throat> um, but it was just because there was so much inflammation in my body that it just there's nothing that. It, it couldn't, um, they were telling me it was not able to absorb water wow. and, and any of the nutrients. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, maybe TMI, but, you know, when you're eating food and it passes through undigested mm-hmm. is when they're like, that's when you know you have some problems. Because mm-hmm. that was happening to me. Right. <clears throat> I could eat food and especially greens and roughage and right. it doesn't digest. I mean, and that's, I mean, I've, I've, I've similar problems, you know, like if I don't take my medicine, you know, life is pretty, life is pretty terrible yeah. if I don't take my medicine type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so started prednisone and they go, well, we're going to try it since I had insurance. Luckily I hadn't had good health insurance. They go, we're going to try and get you on Humira, mm-hmm. which is an injectable that you take. And so, um, I was on prednisone for, a little while as they tried to ramp on the Humira, which didn't work right away. Mm-hmm. So I was doing it first was once a month and then it was, that didn't work and I was still on prednisone and they would try to ramp me down on prednisone 
and the symptoms would pick back up again. Wow. And it, so it's kind of that yo-yo. Um, and then um, I started taking Humira every other week and was still on the prednisone. <clears throat> and by about that point, um, the blood in the stool had gone away. Mm. Uh, I wasn't gaining any weight back. But, I mean, I was gaining some of the water weight back, you know, probably back up to about 130 or so. Um, and then um, every time they would try to take me out prednisone, um, I would just, it would start, I mean, it took a couple of days and it would start to get pretty bad again. Um, so then I did Humira every week. And so um, <clears throat> all of this took through the summer until about August. So that it's about six, seven months of pretty not great. Right. You know, I know, and I, I know a lot of people have it much, much worse. But and, and, um, it's still it's pretty um, it, it's it's very eye opening, right? It is. So, Humira once a week, uh, and then I uh, was able to get off the prednisone because you can't. I guess you can't stay on it for long term because then there's a whole bunch of other side effects. Mm, right. <laughs> very, very bad. So um, yeah. So by that point, I was able to. I was on Humira. And I've been on Humira once a week since last August. So what's that about? Uh, about nine months. Um, so by the fall, uh, and and after the doctor seeing me, I was able to have more follow-ups more often because mm. <laughs> they wanted to keep track of me. Lots of blood work still. Um, and so then moved moved back to Vegas, got set up here, and. Um, so I'm technically in what they call clinical remission. Awesome. Which is which is really good. Mm -hmm. um, and what the doctors tell me is that's you're about like 85% back. So I still have symptoms. Right. I still have, um, you know, I have to still watch what I eat. Um, I have a very regular schedule, um, you know, for eating, bathroom, eating. I, I can kind of time when right. it's going to be, you know, so right. I still... So everyday life is still when I go to a place, I scope out. I still scope out where the bathroom is. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's one of those things. Instinctual. Like, instinctual. You, you know where it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I carry stuff with me. I mm -hmm. carry a change of clothes. Mm -hmm. I carry things with me because. Mm -hmm. uh, life, life happens when you make hey, plans type thing. Life happens. And I've, you know, I've been in meetings. Um, and, you know, you ate something that didn't agree didn't yep. agree with you or mm -hmm. or uh, i believe on one of your podcasts you mentioned with one of your old the hosts was mm -hmm. um when you get stressed or when there's a stress stressful situation with work personal whatever mm -hmm. it goes straight to your facts straight to your Defin stomach definitely and your, and your intestines. Def definitely so you know your mental health has to be you know constantly looked after to yeah. make sure you, you know to make sure all your efforts of eating and drinking and all that stuff actually yes. you know, actually work yep so <laughs> So I'm not a very good flyer. I take mm. medication to fly, mm. but I travel a lot. Mm. And um, you know, a flight coming up, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, right? Okay, right. Here comes that pain, you know? And mm. I, a lot of the gas pain and a lot of that stuff, it, mm. um, they, it'll never go away. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it'll, it, you know, it'll always be there, and that's that's okay, you know. I'm in a good spot. Um, they're gonna try another medication with me because they'd like it to be. Um, more to that like 90, 95% because even that low level inflammation over time can, you know, higher risk of colon cancer and that type of stuff. So just trying to really stay on top of it and be an advocate for it. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, really the thing I, that they didn't tell me about, you know, and I had to kind of learn was, and I, that's why I love this, this platform is mm -hmm. 
at times you kind of have to be a little bit selfish and be an advocate for yourself. You do. And I go, mean, hey, look, I'm, I'm not you gotta okay. Fill, you got to fill your own cup. Yeah. You know, you got to fill your, I mean, if you want to be, you know, be, you know, loving, you know, loving and being productive and loving towards other people and also that yeah. kind of stuff, you know, you got to, you got to fill your own cup. You got to take care of yourself. And it's really easy to, you know, put yourself last, Yeah. you know, so, and, it, and it's, and, and it's okay to take care of yourself. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we, uh, so to come around, so, so working in a day job, working mm-hmm. every day, um, it's you know it's something I'm definitely aware of in the back of my mind is you know we we go in the office sometimes. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you're able to work from home where you have that kind of insurance that you're everything you need is at your disposal. Right. Right. <clears throat> you know, if you need to use the bathroom, yeah, it's right there. You're, right. You're right. Go. <laughs> you don't they, you don't go to like you know the cafeteria or whatever. It just you know like, like figure out what food you're going to eat today, yes. and you know you have the food that you know that you know should. You know, settle, should 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 be should be, should be the key word. Settle right on your stomach, yep. type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, uh, so lunches with vendors and clients are mm-hmm. are interesting sometimes because mm-hmm. I don't you know get to choose where we go eat. Mm-hmm. But it's always you know look on the menu for. I'm not a big spicy food or mm-hmm. anything. Like that, so I'm looking for the most bland. Like what's a, I, <clears throat> the the UC doctor told me is like. The things that are probably going to be the best for you are probably like not the most healthy, mm. like bake, bakery goods and cookies mm. and you know things that are low fiber that are easily 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 tolerable. Right. Um, <clears throat> but there's you know there's side effects of that too. Exactly. You know, I get the right nutrients right. and right. You know, I take lots of vitamins and supplements mm. to make sure that I try to keep up on that. But uh, I think the eating I still have to dial in. Um, me too. I mean, it's a you know, it's a journey. Right? It is. It is. So I, I eat pretty. Uh, you know, I eat like a teenager. I say, you know, like I eat, you know, a lot of stuff that's not that great and healthy, but it's easily digestible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, um, I, you know, I like I like green beans and I like I like the green vegetables and stuff. But if you don't, you know, if you don't cook them enough, that's that's that can be a problem. Right. <laughs> and it's 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 painful. I know. And and and. and, and, and you also have to let yourself off the hook that sometimes you can't control how you feel, and True. so and so and that I struggle with that. You know, like saying like you know what did I eat that caused this? Yes. And sometimes yes. you didn't do anything. Yes. Sometimes it's not your fault. It is. Yep. And so um, that's okay too. But it is. Um, <laughs> Stephen, we got to wrap, wrap things up a yep. little bit here. Yep. Um, you know, if there's any any parting words of wisdom, you know, for you know, yeah. for the, you know, for the folks, you know, for the folks out there listening, you know, um, yeah, I, yeah. I really, the thing I, that was hardest for me to learn, like like I just said, is really to be an advocate for yourself. Um, yeah, you got it. You kind of got to watch out for you, and you know your your family around you will help. And just you know try to, you know, like you, you say very very often, is just try and try and stay positive and look at the positive side of it. And mm-hmm. um, you know having a having a good support system will really help. And uh, just try to stay try to stay in that positive frame of mind and get help when you need it and don't be afraid to ask for help right you know and, and i'm be upfront and honest you know i even people i just meet i know sometimes it's a little embarrassing but yeah, you know hey, hey if i have to leave in the middle of this please don't take offense you know i think i think it's awesome that you do that you know like, you know like you know certain you know um certain people you know even myself you know have been you know embarrassed to, you know yeah, they, it, you know you know to say you know this is what it is and you know this is what it is yeah and, you know type thing and just so, just try and so. try and try and do that mm-hmm. and um I think you can't go wrong with honesty. Right. No, you know, you people, can't. people understand you're going through something. Right. And go, okay, yeah. Right. You know? Right. So, and that, yeah, so, I mean, this, 
so with with the show, that's, that's kind of why I do that a little bit. Yeah, you know, it helps because you know this you know, people people see this you know wherever they see it at. Yep. So so it kind of helps you know to kind of like not hide. It's kind of that, yeah. you know growing you know, growing through doing growth through doing uncomfortable things. Yes, and there's no blueprint for it all. You know, no. they, a lot of doctors try and help, but everybody's mm-hmm. different too. Mm-hmm. So having this platform and this podcast to hear all the different stories, I think. Yeah. Has really helped and it's been very informative even to me. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. That, 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 that means that means the world. That's no, that's exactly why I do this. And so again, Stephen Lindquist, the man, the data, the cloud data <laughs> architect. Um, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Um, if uh, you know, if you're inspired by this story, you know, if this, you know, if if this show, you know, brought value to you, you know, please like it, please share it, please please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. Um, you know, this is this is a labor of love, and you know, and I do this just to, um, you know, raise awareness for you know for IBD, you know, you know, um, conditions, you know, for for folks all over the world. And so, if you would like to, you know, uh, share your story with me, um, a, I'd, I'd be honored and grateful. Um, you can reach me at Jordan at Crohn'sVeteran.com. Uh, you can check out the website Crohn'sVeteran.com. Um, there's a uh, really cool merch on there for not only Crohn's disease but also ulcerative colitis gear on there too. So please check it out. Um, and again, thanks, thanks, Stephen, for being here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Peace out, guys.